0: If you've been doing a lot of personal growth and spiritual development, this clip is for you. You know, as a mentor and spiritual teacher with hundreds of people around planet Earth, um, there are some basic themes that as humans, we are all sitting with. And in fact, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And that the questions of the day that we're faced with in the moment Um, that we're wrestling with. Because there's always something in terms of relationship. What should I do next? Uh, What's my next move? Or even the next layer of, I'm not really sure what I should be doing. One thing that I've noticed is that underneath these questions of the day that we're grappling with in the moment, there's usually what I call the big questions that linger beneath. It's as if the question of the day sits on top of a bubble of much larger questions that sort of lurk beneath the surface. And these are the big questions that warrant, I believe, time and energy to sit with. Because my my experience has been that until people spend some time with the bigger questions, trying to navigate the smaller questions can feel like being on quicksand. So what i mean by the big questions are the things like what is the meaning of my life? Um how do i you know is anything even certain in this lifetime? Everything feels so ambiguous. What is my reason for being? What is my purpose? You know these are big questions and there are questions that you can't really deep dive into finding an answer easily. You know, it's not something that lends itself to, um, you know, a deep meditation and coming out with a specific answer. It's certainly not like um, opening up a fortune cookie. Or um, you know, people are looking for signs; they're looking for something that something to guide them. Um, if we don't sit with these big questions of the day. The questions of the moment can feel like quicksand because there's no compass north, and these big questions of the day they they don't really have simple answers either so for example, what is the purpose of my life that is not really a job description what am i what am I supposed to be doing? That's not a very um specific answer, although boy, there are times if you're like me. I might crave a specific answer, but really I'm looking for help to make a decision in the moment. These questions of agency, you know, as much as um, we want choice, because life is about choices, there's still often a fear of the responsibilities that come with a choice. How do I know I'm making the right choice? If I say yes to this, I say no to that. And what if that wasn't the right choice? I mean, these are what I call big questions from the more existential side of life. And certainly, you know, it's it's not like any of these big questions have specific answers. And sitting there a long time can feel like a philosophical exercise in existentialism. And sometimes people can end up feeling a little bit depressed, you know, like, does anything have any meaning? Well, maybe nothing has any meaning. Um, you know, maybe do we have free will? You know, is is everything just sort of unknown, the absurdity of life, and um and some of this thinking borrows from thought leaders earlier on in philosophical discussions around planet Earth about what it means to be human in a world with other humans when so much of life is always uncertain, ambiguous volatile, things that we can't control. I mean, how do we function and live a groovy life when life is this way? And so if we're fighting these factors all the time, on a practical level, things don't work very well. So that can manifest in things like, I don't want to make any decisions yet until I know, like I need to be absolutely sure about something before I make my move or before I make this choice or make this decision. And the reality of life is, you may never be 100% sure. I mean, nobody's 100% sure on anything. We can have a reasonable sense of certainty, and it's up to each person to know what, where that line is. So it can be even as some, something as simple as going to the grocery store for me. I can feel fairly certain that I can get in my car, and go to the grocery store successfully. It's reasonable to assume that. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't know, an earthquake could happen, or the car could break down, or I could get run over by a beer truck and never make it there. Life is full of uncertainty, and this is what haunts people. That these big questions are often what haunt people underneath the surface when they're trying to make decisions and they want certainty. So, we're never, you know, this. I, 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 you know, sometimes I'll, I'll sort of invite my clients who are all very, uh, you know, high performing. They're very intelligent clients, and there's such a resistance to surrendering into the not knowing. So my question to you is, how is it for you to not know? Your the meaning of things or the purpose or, or how life works, that there's always going to be a certain, um, there may even also, always, also be a certain sense of isolation. That as much as we want groovy relationships, we crave them, fulfilling relationships. There is also an awareness deep inside that no matter how close you are with someone, no one will ever absolutely know everything about you. That we can't be 100% known by anyone. That's often upsetting for people who are craving intimacy. But to be 100% known, first of all, it's not possible. And second of all, it may not be healthy either. There is an awareness that there's always there has to be enough me in the we... And in fact, I've worked with many couples, many people who have merged to the point of, I don't know who I am. I'm lost in the other person. So a sense of identity can never be being 100% in somebody else. And in fact, if someone were 100% in you, trust me, it would not feel very good. So this me versus we dance recognizes that life will always have a bit of isolation. And how are you with that? That's not necessarily a bad thing. In fact, none of these things are bad. None of these things about being, being with uncertainty, uh, developing a relationship with the unknown, developing a relationship with yourself, Rather than craving to be known a hundred percent. And this is especially challenging if growing up your your childhood wasn't that fabulous. Because the path, the spiritual development in a perfect world is to be more known growing up as a child. And at approximately age 28 to 30, there's often an awareness that my gosh, you know, I'm not fully known. And there can be a lot of anger against parents for not being fully understood, not being fully supported. And some have a much rockier road than others for many reasons, sometimes very good reasons when there's been abuse and things like that. But it's, it's in the natural human condition to be craving these things. I want certainty. I want to know the meaning of things. Am I on purpose? Does my life matter? I don't I want to be known and this feeling isolation, you know, where we're born kind of on our own. I mean, we're with our parents and this journey through life and eventually we leave. There is a certain solitude to it as well. And how can I be with that and also create amazing relationships? Another big question that's always underneath the surface is the issue of time. You know, yes, on a spiritual level, time is infinite. And as a humanoid on planet Earth, there is a finite amount of time. And perhaps when there's a lot of it, we don't fully value it. But there's nothing like, for example, if I'm with a client, and I might mention that we have 20 minutes left in our appointment time, there is an awareness that kicks in how do I want to utilize this time? What is a value here it, this awareness of a finiteness of this resource of time can can energize us into making decisions think about this if if time were limitless and there was no real reason to make a decision about anything, things would lose value you know if if you know and this is often when people reach a certain point in life. Oh my gosh, I have you know, approximately you know, this much time, time left. I want to finally do what I want to do. I want to make a difference on planet Earth. There's this, this energetic push towards more of what is meaningful. Because if we lived forever and we had infinite time and we didn't have to make any decisions, it would be very difficult for most people. To have enough focus to move past our fears and make decisions towards what we want. And many times, many times clients are afraid of decisions. Even choice. Uh, do we have free will? I want something outside of me to tell me what to do. Uh, that choice is a it's a, a power, and sometimes people find it depressing. And I'm I always say, well. You know, not choosing to do something or not taking action is also an action. Not making a decision is making a decision because this time window will come and go. You can always revisit a decision. You can always change your mind. And yes, we, we do it every day. We reevaluate, we make different decisions. But it's not like we can go back in time and make the same choice because today's a different day than it was yesterday. So this element of time moves us forward towards things that are worth spending our time, our money, and our energy on. You know, when I work with clients and sometimes they're, um, they're making a decision whether or not to work with me, I basically remind them, you know, whether it's me or somebody else, there are some truths that the more you sit with, they will guide you easier than your mental capacities of pros and cons, which people angst over that. I would would rather people drop down and and just taste a little bit of the bigger questions that are under the surface of the moment. There's more energy. There's more food there that can be useful. So when someone is making a decision uh, to work with me, I basically uh, invite them to ask themselves... Is what you're sitting with, what you've told me today, is this a priority? Like, how important on a scale of 1 to 10 is this situation or problem that you've, you've told me about today? You know, is it a 10? Like, oh my gosh, this is my top priority. I really want to move through this so I can create the life or the livelihood or the relationships that I want. I'm tired of doing this by myself. It's slow. It's exhausting. i, I I'm ready is it a five? Like, well, you know, it's kind of important. I'm, I'm kicking it around. I'm, I'm sort of exploring. Or is it a one? Like, yeah, you know, and there's no right or wrong answer. Only you know where you are on the continuum. But if, I, if if the client comes back and says, I'm at a nine, eight, nine, or a 10, like this is really important. Then I invite them to take a look at where they're spending their time, energy, and money. Because these resources are going to come and go anyway, whether they work with me or not. The time will pass. Your energy is going to come and go. The money's certainly going to come and go. It'll go, you know, you could spend it on a vacation or or a new car or or a cruise, sure. But is the thing that you're sitting with is it worth spending your resources on. And I would invite people that if it's a big deal, if it's something that's really important to you, align your resources that to say, this is important to me and that's where I want to focus my time, energy, and money. See, that there's an alignment of this is important and I want to spend my resources here. Because nothing changes until something changes. When people are often thinking about something and they can spend a lot of time thinking about change but I notice where are they spending their time it may be in avoidance so that could be a lot of Netflix for example Um, it's understandable I can't be with myself the minute I stop distracting myself all of these feelings come back I'm like yay because they're trying to tell you something Maybe we can harness this so we don't waste another six months sitting with something. The time will come, the money will come come and go, your energy. Why not invest it in where it makes the biggest bang for you? And then your spirit can relax. There's not a feeling of putting off something important or this, this, these big questions that have been eating away at you. What am I supposed to be doing? You know, um... I'm scared to make a choice. Or I have a sense that this relationship is not working. I don't know what to do. Do I matter? What's my value? All these big questions have been eating away at people. And if there's not enough time spent holding them, the decisions of the day can feel very precocious. You know, They they don't have a focus or they're overly intellectualized. Um, There's nothing wrong with reading self-help books. There's nothing wrong with podcasts. But my experience has, has, has taught me that if, if that were enough, it would be enough. My experience has, with working with hundreds, thousands of people around planet Earth is most of the time when you're ready to move and you've been stuck in first gear for a long time, what's needed is, is a guide, someone who can save you a lot of time, uh, keep you from going down rabbit holes that waste time and energy and money. Um, someone who has been on the path with you. Because I also feel my personal philosophy is nobody is meant to do this life alone. So, you know, we used to have medicine people sitting in circles and telling stories. So that is how humans prefer to learn and grow. Reading books and podcasts are fine, but they're often not enough And I specialize in helping people step into these blind spots that they can't see for themselves. If you could have, you would have already, you know, when people are trying to find their purpose or life feels so, you know, random. How, you know, a a tidal wave could come in at any moment or the stock market could crash or my kids could disappear. It can feel terrifying. And how can you be with that? To create the best life possible. In fact, to use these big questions to create more of what you want. Because these big questions, they're not going to go away. They're always there. And they will reemerge at the next level. Because they're meant to guide you towards a life of meaning. A life of what you want. What do I want? My gosh, that's one of the biggest big questions there is. And 99 out of 100 people aren't sure. They only think they know what they want. And sometimes there's a feeling of, you know, chasing this and chasing that and nothing landing because they've never spent the time either, you know, sitting with these big questions requires a different tool set than typical therapy or energetic work. And I've I've been in this space for a long time of helping people sit with the big questions so that making decisions of what you want is a whole lot easier. And your purpose is revealed, your meaning, your ability to make decisions, your better relationships, money, all these things are related. So I hope this is useful and I encourage you to step in for a moment and what what would be the big questions of the day that are informing you underneath the, the the momentary question, which might even be as simple as what I want for lunch, you know, some people even have trouble with that. So start with wherever you're at and know that as a human, to be in this existence as a human in a world with other humans, there's always going to be these questions as old as time, and there's always going to be a a certain amount of anxiety, especially being around other humans, you know, in relationship. This is, it's, it's part of being human. So... And that's, that's also what makes life so juicy and interesting. So hope this is useful. If you're struggling, give me a shout. You don't need to do this alone. I can um, get you going on your path a lot faster. And um, I welcome your thoughts and comments. I'm pretty easy to find these days. If you want to send me a direct message or connect to me on you know, Instagram, TikTok, or, or send me a direct message. And I'm always open to having, um, conversations with you to see if I can serve you. Hope this is helpful. Adele Wong, over and out.